Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk podcast. Today I have Zoe Walker in studio, kind of in studio. I'm in my brother's apartment, actually, (laughs) in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, in town for a week or so. And Zoe is kind enough to give me her time today. She is actually like brand new to the world of training in professional wrestling. And she's training with Heath Slater. What's the name of the school you're training out of, Zoe? Face to face. Face to face. In Morrow. In Morrow, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe, thank you for coming on the show. Would you like to say anything to thank the you people for me. before we I, get started? I'm so. not sure. I think <laughs> eventually we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Well. But thank you for having me, and I'm I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to have you. So the first question I had for you, and you answered it before we started recording, but just for the recording side. Um, how long have you been a fan of professional wrestling? And I'm not going to ask your age on the <laughs> record. If you'd like to say it, you're more than welcome to. That's fine. But uh, how long have you been a fan of pro wrestling? I um, I don't. There was something always about it, even like when I was younger, like flipping channels and stuff. Just I, I'd see it on, and like I just it always intrigued me. And then um, I became like a super fan of it, and just really started getting into it when I was about 12 years old. And, uh, maybe, yeah, around that time. And then I got my brother into it and two of my best friends into it. And it just kind of grew from there. I mean, everybody really liked it. It was easy because I could just, you know, we, we were all in like a close knit, uh, neighborhood, you know, growing up together situation. So it was easy for us to do things, um, you know, and, and backyard wrestle on the trampoline, the whole thing. It was, we did all that. I loved it. And, um, I just became really into it i just i loved it i watched it all the time it was my favorite thing i know nobody how understood that is it. and yeah. nobody nobody still does i i don't me, i i feel your pain yeah um, i've been drawn to it and <laughs> i was afraid to talk about it i was afraid to tell people i liked it in seventh grade because my friends were looking at me like crooked like what are you talking about when no I it's fake to, right no or yeah that or when i wanted to talk about it tell them oh my god you'll never guess what happened last night on smackdown they're just kind of like, what? Yeah, who cares, what you, right? Who ca- yeah, what are you talking about? And then I'm, I'm, people would tell me it's fake, and I would not believe them. I don't even think I believed it till I maybe Googled it myself. And even still, I mean, the injury and the pain and, you know, what you put your body through, I can definitely tell you that's definitely real. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, what I would tell people, I still kind of do, but wrestling, you know, it's, Obviously, at this point, like, WWE, they call it World Wrestling Entertainment. They're not mm-hmm. even trying to hide the fact that there are, like, it's exactly. it's a show. It's supposed to be entertaining, but obviously, you have to be physically athletic to do it. Mm-hmm. And I would always relate it to, like, the Harlem Globetrotters. I would ask people, like, hey, do you think the Harlem Glo- you know, Globetrotters are cool? And they'd be like, yeah, I've always liked the Globetrotters. And I'd yeah. be like, we understand, like, those are predetermined basketball games, just like pro wrestling is predetermined. Mm-hmm. They still have to be able to dribble and Reality shoot. shows. And- I mean, same yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. You're watching and you're you're thinking, you know, but at the same time, you know, I I still find myself buying into a lot of, I mean, I don't want to say storyline, but it kind of is because sometimes I'm really like, wow, they really don't like each other. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's sometimes pretty clear or obvious to me. So I'm, I'm still buying into it. I'm still, even though, you know, it, it's, it's maybe predetermined. It's like, um, I'm still mad. I'm still throwing things if the person that I don't want to win doesn't, you know, the person that I want to win doesn't win. Right. That's it's still I, I get very emotional about the whole thing. Well, and there's still a sense of realism from the sense that like a guy like Brock Lesnar, for instance. Yeah. Like re- whether 
it's written for him to win or lose. He's ultimately mm-hmm. deciding if he wins or loses because there's nobody in that company who could actually hold him down for three seconds. Right. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. at the end of the day, he could pin anybody he wants so to do whatever he wants. Yeah, well, if he pinned The Undertaker at <laughs> WrestleMania. I know. And I was I there. That I was terrible. Oh, I, I was shocked. So after that happened. I would have cried. I was, I got really lucky. I was sitting in a box for WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. I'm going to be doing it again, hopefully, if we can get these box seats. Lucky. But I'll, be in, I'll be in New Orleans again this WrestleMania. Um, we were up in a box. I'm looking down on the ring. Undertaker loses for the first time at WrestleMania. Mm. And I get out of the box. Like, I, like, start walking around with other confused fans. And we're all just, like, looking at yeah. each other with their, like, like nobody believed There's a meme, it. like a famous gif, gif, whatever, mm-hmm. of that funny uh, dude with his eyes so wide. Have you seen that? Bugging out of his head. I literally, yeah. I mean, and I hate to say, like, I fell off as a fan and stopped watching it for a while once I, I became a teenager and, you know, started kind of experimenting drive and drinking stuff. and yeah. things like that. Yeah, so I, I fell off for a while, and that's kind of the funny thing, was even flipping channels, I'd still go back to it. So, um, But when I heard that happened, I just, like, I, I literally could not believe that, um, that they would do that, you know, no matter, I mean, the money, no matter what's at stake, I still yeah. can't believe, and then I was at WrestleMania last year. Yeah, me to too. Watch, I know, I, I messaged you to watch a year the, oh, ago. Oh, yeah, to just... watch that, um, and... That, like, killed me, but then knowing, you know, that might be his retirement match, I mean, we don't know, but that really made it all that much more special, because I loved him. He is my number one favorite, The Undertaker, since I was little, since I started watching it. I've never, I mean, and he, you know, a lot of the other people in my school are also huge fans and definitely say good, because, you know, not everybody can do this job, but that's a good guy to watch, and that's somebody that has carry this business for years and years and he really is just incredible he he is awesome at what he does i couldn't agree more um yeah you always hear that about the undertaker like he's like the mm-hmm. locker room leader guy yeah and has the and most big respect as he is, of like anybody six, eight, six, seven. yeah there's he's a famous there. story about uh i don't know if you've heard this or not but there's a there's an old story about how back at wrestlemania 15 i believe it was wrestlemania 15 when Shawn mm-hmm. michaels wrestled um Shawn Michaels wrestled uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin for the mm. title. And Shawn Michaels, that was when he was like all pilled up and like hard to work with. And no one was sure Uh-oh. if he would actually lose the belt to Steve Austin or not. So right before HBK went out to the ring, Undertaker was right next to him taping up his fists and saying like, if you don't do business, I'll be waiting for you. And everyone was like, well, wow. in that case, you know, if you go out there and you don't do what you're supposed to do, I'm going to be back here waiting for you with my my ready wow um, i didn't know that yeah. i mean i i've followed what he's done for years and didn't know that but that's really cool yeah yeah I, I didn't realize that um but you know it's also interesting once you kind of transition over into the world of like training now a lot of the other students trainers and everybody else is like yeah no they're not a good wrestler they're not a good wrestler you need to watch this person you need to watch early 80s you need to watch this that and whatever um which is new to me because i thought everybody was good but now i'm starting to really as I said, you know, earlier, I'm watching a lot of matches uh, during the day, like on my desk, I may have it on mute and like my YouTube set up, you know, just, just watching as I'm, you know, I'm a great multitasker. So I do that <laughs> um, at my job and um, I'm just watching like all different types of divas from back in the day, a lot of Ring of Honor stuff now too, um, just really to kind of get the feel for what goes on and like my style of what I want it to be because I'm 5'11". So I have that advantage. That's what a lot of them have said, that you don't even have to really do much because of just, I mean, you're 5'11 alone. 
Right. So, which is awesome. Absolutely. They compare me to Charlotte Flair <laughs> a yeah, yeah. lot. I didn't want to say it because I didn't know if you would take that as like a compliment. I or, do. Uh, okay. I definitely do. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just, it's interesting because, you know, like I said, I thought everybody was good. And, and it's weird to hear, oh, no, they're, they're definitely not good. This is who you need to be watching. But as soon as I said Undertaker, everybody just, you know, gets quiet because they don't have anything negative to say about him, which is great. So I feel really good about that. Um, and I watch a lot of his matches too, you know, and, um, it's, it's just really stood out to me. So I'm still trying to find like my style. I'm, I'm only like six weeks in, I think, but it feels like it's been six months. Oh, honestly, I, I it really but your body does. Feels like it's been six years. It, yeah. It's a big commitment, but like, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't even know what took me so long to get there. I think that it was just like, there were not a lot of, um, you know, schools around in Georgia, or if there were, it would just be some random like camp way far out in maybe Gainesville or some other, you know, town that nobody's ever heard of. Um, and then it'd just be like a thousand bucks for like a week. And I'm like, where right. the hell am I going to go with that? Yeah. Like that, that's what I there used to be a lot of that around my here, biggest fear. Yes. Yeah, I mentioned was, um, putting so much into this, putting everything I have into this money, time, my body, everything and coming out with nothing. But I mean, that's the one fear or one, you know, thing that I thought that I had to push aside for it. Um, and, you know, just kind of swallow my, my pride and my fears on that and just try it because you, you really can't predict. You don't know. And as, you know, I met Heath Slater. Um, he came in town and did a seminar while he was around um, and talked to a lot of us and met us. And, you know, he's a really good guy. And he, he just kind of said, I mean, you know, I was like, what if, what if I put everything into this? I mean, what happens? And I don't go anywhere with it. And, you know, he, he was just like, you just don't know. You have to take that chance. And, and I'm like, but so many of these other wrestlers, you know, some local, some not, are working other jobs. And I, w- I want this to be my full-time job. I want this to be my life. And he's like, don't settle. And and those two words just ring into my brain every day. You know, don't settle. So um, I'm, I'm just going to take it, you know, as far as I can. I'll tell you the top advice I've gotten from, because I know a lot of, you know, I don't know a ton of people that work like currently with the WWE. I know plenty that work currently for the UFC, but that's much different. Um, Some of the best advice I've gotten, because I know a lot of the promoters in the state of Tennessee, Mm -hmm. in the state of Georgia, in the state of Missouri, um, kind of all over. And they will always tell me, just keep showing up places. Like, just keep showing up. Like, once you're trained and you're ready, like, and they give you the blessing to start taking, like, independent booking dates, which Mm -hmm. is going to happen at some point. Um like you just you show up knowing you're not going to make any money you show up knowing you might get what they call a hot dog and a handshake where you walk in <laughs> you might get a hot dog and a handshake but you show up and you show we up were because, talking about that last night be, because what will wind up happening is especially on like the independent level people stuff happens like weather happens a lot of a lot of people yeah. will travel in cars yeah. together so it'll be like for like if you want to get somebody let's say from like the uh from like Canada to come to your show in Georgia, it's probably going to take you booking three or four or five of those guys all at one time who are going to come and travel together yeah. and, and do this. So if something happens, maybe you lose five people all at one time. And now right. you got to book five dates, like the day of the day before yeah. they, that's when they're going to, that's when they call you and go, Hey, Zoe's been showing up. Like she showed up to the last three shows, helped set up tables, yeah. helped, helped put chairs up. I know she's trained. We can get her a match. We need people. Yeah. And that's a lot of the people that I know that are currently on the independent circuit. Some that are actually currently signed with Ring of Honor. Some that have mm-hmm. worked for the WWE or vice versa. 
they all got starts on independent shows by just showing up. That's the funny thing because um, that's another thing that's like drilled into us pretty much every day. And I, I love it because um, it's the respect thing that, you know, wipe your feet before you get in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like Jack, what is his name? Gallagher? Jack Gallagher, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's who I Jack. always think of, mm-hmm. you know. but Like aside, William Regal, that's the better reference. That's what they were saying. That, that's the I, reference Heath Slater and Teddy Long would want to hear. The, the, well, the exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, also, yeah, we have to talk about Teddy Long. He's amazing. But He's great. Um, I honestly, uh, the big respect thing, they say, you know, every time you set foot anywhere, any show, you shake everybody's hands. You engage yourself in conversation. They're not, trust me, they're not expecting that. They're just going to sit around, you know, not not expect any of that. But you put yourself out there. That's how you get remembered. So yep. literally every time I go into that school, um, I, I train three days a week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday nights straight from work. Um, I shake everybody's hand. We're all, it's just so supportive. I really do refer to them as my family all the time. And I haven't even been there two months. But they're some of the most supportive people I know. Everybody wants everybody to succeed and help. And I don't think that it's a better opportunity than that to get in in like such a positive environment you yeah. know we lose track of times we're having so much fun we're like shit oh sorry it's right. you, you can know say it's... whatever the fuck you want on it. <laughs> okay matter. good yeah i was wondering about that it has um, the ex- explicit e in the in the corner of the box so oh there we go okay good well um i mean we'll we'll lose track of time because we're having so much fun and we laugh and we you know make fun of each other in a in a good way and we have yeah. the the group chat going on Facebook at all times of the day, the day, and it's just hilarious. Um, and I just feel like it's a really big support system, and we all want each other to do well. So respect is one of the biggest things that I'm taught in this business, and I'm more than happy because I'm a very outgoing person to reach out and to talk to people and get to know their story and what they're about. And I, I love it. It's you know, it's my family. I say it all the time. Every time I post about them, it's my family. Well, and it's cool because like that's I used to kind of joke or i kind of do it still i guess that like mm-hmm. going to like pro wrestling shows is like going to fat camp because it's like you're not the fat kid everyone's a fat kid like mm-hmm. if, you, if you like pro wrestling everyone there likes pro wrestling like like you can there put you your go. guard yeah. down you're not out of the you're Be not that crazy of, fan yeah. that's yeah. yeah exactly that's how i get and i i just that's you know like we were talking about earlier like i just feel I, I mean, in middle school, I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't tell anybody. Nobody mm-hmm. understood it. My I parents know. still don't to this day. I, However, I my dad happened to have a meeting with, like, the, the president of the Gwinnett Arena one time and ended up getting us five tickets to Raw that were on, you know, the aisle in the first row. Nice. And I touched RVD and Booker <laughs> T and Lita. I remember that. It was awesome. And I, yeah. I'll never forget that shit. So it's like my dad, you know, even though he didn't understand it, and when I told him about this, I, I knew it was coming. We had a, a lot of arguments where I was like, no, you know what? Let me out of the car. I'm, I'm done talking about this. Like, you know, it's my money. It's my time. Let me just give it a shot. Because if I don't, this weighs on me every day. I think about it every day. Mm-hmm. There, I knew after that, I, I, you know, like that's what happened when I discovered face-to-face. I Googled wrestling schools in Georgia for like the thousandth time, like knowing there's probably not shit out there. I'm not going to really do this. I, I mean, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. But then face to face popped up and they had, they opened in August and I was just like, what is this? And the first thing that popped up was a news story and he's later. I was like, what? This is insane. Like when, when did this happen? And, um, that's what really, I was like, well, this, this may be time to do it. And I just feel like in a weird way, it was kind of fate at that time or just 
just good timing because I, I was ready. And, and, you know, I do worry about my age a little bit being 28. Um, at the same time, you know, I do try and take good care of my body. Hey, you also got to remember DDP didn't even start until he was 35. Really? He didn't even well, start until he was 35. I've got to head yeah. to his, uh, yoga studio. Yeah. I've never been, I've, I've had like super brief conversations with him like online a few times, but I've never, nice. I, I would love, you know, what's my funny? friend Evan Burke has been interviewing him like on a regular basis around here. And I just, I keep telling him like, dude, that's like my dream interview. DDP. Really? You Have you tried to reach out to him at all? Yeah. I'm going to hope, I hope. To get something done. Just five minutes, please. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you should just drive up there, honestly, and check it out. Have you been? I haven't. No. I, um, you know, what's funny, like, who's been helping me out and guiding me through this whole thing, who I vent to about everything, is Tommy Dreamer. I'm actually going to be meeting him over WrestleMania weekend. I might be getting him on the Fight Talk podcast. That's a, that's an exclusive. That's hilarious. I might be getting him and Bubba Ray Dudley that day. Possibly. That Yeah, because they're, they're close friends. And the funny thing was, I was trolling him on Twitter, literally just telling him to do his research on something because it was totally, it had nothing to do with wrestling. It was like a, a social issue type thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, something that was kind of dear to my heart. And I... He actually messaged me, and I, I checked my email, and then it said, Tommy Dreamer sent you direct, and I was like, oh, shit. What did I do? <laughs> I logged in, and like he was like, all I was saying was that, and we got to talking. I told him what I was doing, and I told him I was a huge fan of Practical Jokers, because I think we all saw that one that he was on. He was on twice. It. I don't watch like any TV. Okay, but of, yeah. it is great. I'll have to, I'll send you, or I'm going to show you the YouTube clip later, because it's hilarious. Okay, for sure. Um, but then, and Bubba Ray Dudley was on there, too. Um, but I just was like, uh, well, sorry, thanks for messaging me back. You know, like I, I didn't know what to say, but he honestly has been, uh, really helpful during this entire thing. You know, I, a couple weeks ago, like I fell on my face, uh, trying to do a, <laughs> um, like a leapfrog and I pushed off the person and I went face first, but you know, I came up like laughing my ass off cause it was funny. And then after a couple minutes, I started crying, thinking, I think it was just more of embarrassment right. um, at that time. And, you know, I once again, my family was there for me. They all were just kind of like, my family, my face-to-face family was just kind of like, don't worry about it. Not a big deal. Everybody does it. And I, I reached out to Tommy and I was like, I, I don't know if this is like, I, I, I'm not catching on to it quick. And everybody could see me getting frustrated and they tell me that a lot, like, you're frustrated you don't get it the first time. And I guess I'm a perfectionist when it comes to wrestling. They're like, you want it to be perfect, but it's not going to be. Right. So as long as you can complete the move, it's that's good, but it's not going to ever go perfectly. And I think that that's one of my biggest things. I just need to relax and stuff. But Tommy was like, look, the first time that I did this, you know, this guy headbutted me in the nuts and I never tried it again. <laughs> so don't, you know, I mean, he, he's been really helpful and I, I really like him a lot. And I told him someday I'm going to end up working for him for House of Hardcore, I hope. Because I'm not, you know, the one thing that was funny was that like when I was little and like played, you know, trampoline, um, wrestling on the trampoline. I had the themes on the, I had the belt, the I had box, everything. I yeah, I on the it. exactly. I it. I, it was thing. awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, when I would do that though, I would make it like no disqualification and and no holds barred and hell in a cell. I would make that myself. And I was always wondering for years on end, why doesn't the WWE do this? Why don't those women can handle that too? They can do money in the bank. They can do the whole thing: tables out of chairs, no disqualification, everything. And sure enough, I don't know why it took this long, but, you know, last year they finally started it. So that's also what really piqued my interest finally into join joining and just trying. I'm like, this is fun. These women are badass. I could do this. I know I could. 
And everybody I talk to honestly tells me, oh, I could so see you doing that. So right. it's good to have the support. I mean, like I said, not everybody was supportive. My dad and I got many arguments, but now he's finally like, hey, there's my wrestler girl. Are you going to send me more videos? I'm, I'm enjoying this. And I'm like, well, 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 you know? So yeah. he came around on that, and I'm happy to have the support of my family and everybody. That's huge. I know how mm-hmm. that goes, too, because it took until recently for myself, actually, once. I mean, I think it was as... A, Honestly, like, I know, like, my my dad and, like, my family and stuff just, like, wants what's best. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, they helped get me, uh, put me through college. Like, I got a degree. I did the whole thing. Yeah. I got real jobs. I worked retail for, like, the better part of 10 years. I've worked retail, and, too. A and lot. Right. And, and you, I got to a point for myself where, like, I saw where everything was heading. And I saw that I could, like, actually make not nearly the money I was making, mm-hmm. but I could make enough to pay my bills doing this. Doing what you love. And yeah. It took until very recently, but I know how good it feels for your family to kind of turn the corner and be like, okay, you're going to do this whether I want you to or not. I might yeah. as I might as well get into this. And then yeah. Yeah, now my dad will send me just random stuff like, hey, I watched the last MMA on point video on YouTube. These are some lists that I think would be cool if you guys did. And it's like, I like it's cool that that's you're awesome. taking an, an interest in it. It know? is. And then and that's what I mean, because I, I knew that slowly breaking it to my family and friends was going to be weird. So I made, you know, the long Facebook post about it. But not I mean, before that, I did talk. To I my, thought that was um, great, by the way, because I, I, I saw you. that. And uh, that's probably how we started getting talking about all this. Yeah. Ultimately. But uh, yeah. I, 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 another, like, I liken wrestling to so many different things. I always say, like, it's got to be, like, a gay dude coming out of the closet where you're, like, a wrestling fan your it, whole I life. I know. And, like, you always want to talk about it. And, like, you want to, you want to sh- wear your wrestling you t-shirts. You want to, you want to be supporting your wrestlers. You want to be wearing your NWO shirt, like, out in public. I really and, do. And it sucks because yeah. I, you feel like you can't be open with it. I don't know why that but is. The thing is, once you get the mindset, like you said it earlier, like, yeah, once you realize that, once you realize that everything that other people like is actually the same exact concept, but even less realistic ultimately, like, like if you watch like Real Housewives, yeah. that's, that's more scripted than pro wrestling is. And that's, that's all like nonsense versus yeah. like, at least drunken least, fights and jealousy and yeah. crap like that. Yeah. And well, even like movies, like movies are, are good. They're high production quality. They're fun to watch, but like it's a stunt double doing the stunts. It's True. someone else writing the lines. True. You're ultimately hiring professionally good looking people who can read yep. other people's lines and they have a million different takes to do it. And pro wrestling, you're live. It has to be perfect when you're live. Yeah. If you fuck up, everyone's going to remember us. Go on the internet forever. Yeah. And then you're the one who has to go out and do all the fight scenes. And like, there's got to be, no ta- there has to be some level of talent there. And that's, you know, kind oh, of what, what upset me uh, not too long ago is just like, um, you know, when I couldn't do the leapfrog. But then again, I mean, it was my first time trying it and I did it once fine. And then it just, so it, it does get very frustrating at times, but like, I mean, I'm done apologizing or trying to hide something I'm passionate about. I really yeah. don't give a shit anymore if nobody cares. And that's. Yeah. Should be my attitude anyway, because that's how I am generally. And I wasn't always, so I wanted to try and touch on this with you because yeah, for sure. Go it's for it. what's weird is, you know, getting kind of deep therapy couch. I was Do a it. doormat my whole life. I let people walk all over me, take advantage of me, basically steal my makeup, my money. I hung out with shady girls, the whole thing. And I, I let everybody do Any names this. you want to drop right now on the podcast? <laughs> Any, anyone you want to specifically no, call out? No, I, I mean, I would like to, but uh, <laughs> we just, won't go there. Okay. But, you know, ask. honestly, it just, um, for a while, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, like, you know, my dad was a professional hockey player. Okay. He raised me 
to, you know, you you have my permission to hit anybody or take anybody out that's messing with you or whatever. I'm like, Dad, I can't do that. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get sent home. You know, all that shit. And just like, I, you know, I don't know. I woke up one day. I don't even know how old I was at the time, but something clicked. And I stopped being a doormat. I stopped being nice. I stopped not being a bully, but I started going ham for my friends, for my family, and for myself. And I started standing up for myself to the point that people constantly tell me, still to this day, uh, no, I think she's scared of you. No, I'd, I'd be scared shitless of you. My brother texted me the other day. We we're talking. He's like, I mean, if I was a girl, I'd be scared shitless of you. And, I'm, I, and I laughed. I'm just like, why? Right. <laughs> but to know that I have changed the game and established that for myself, honestly, is the most empowering thing. I'm, I'm not trying to be scary. I'm not a bully. I'm the nicest person you could possibly meet until you mess with me or cross me or one of my friends or family in, in a wrong way. So I, I just, um, I want to channel that. I was telling a friend last night, I want to channel that into my character because I'm, I, I was, like I said, a doormat for so long. I was taken advantage of, didn't do anything about it, was afraid that it would hurt my social status. Now I just don't give a shit anymore. Right. And, you know, I will stand, I will always stand up for myself. And that's what I try to drill into really anybody that I feel needs to stand up for themselves in whatever situation they're in. Like that is my number one. Do not take that from him. Don't take that from her. Do not like, just say this, say that, you know, stand up for yourself before I do or something like that. It's unprotective. And my dad is, is just like that. He was a fighter. I mean, he was an enforcer on the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's fucking nuts. Like those those guys, because I always give respect to, hockey players because hockey yeah. players he played are... without a helmet too oh my god and yeah. the enforcer for those of you who don't know is the player on the team who isn't so much a player as the person who's like attacking the other yes. team so like you gotta obviously have hockey skills but I, I'll, I'll never forget there was a guy who used to play for the uh boys of the Atlanta Thrashers around here mm-hmm. and his name was Greg Odgers and every time he would get in the game me and my friends called him bloodbath because every single time he got in the game he would wind up with a bloody nose because he oh was attacked because he was attacking he was in there to attack the best player on the other team I went to so many Thrasher games I was a lot younger but I don't I don't know if I remember that but I mean I, I do miss our NHL team but yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying I mean he drilled into me you don't take that you beat up the bully you stand up for people in a good way, he drilled sure. that into me. Like, I, you know, and I, I never put forth, I never put it forth. I was just like, I can't do that. I'm a lady. I'm this. I'm that. What if, what if this happens? And just second guessing myself. And, and I, I turned it around. And now, like I said, I really don't give a shit. I just don't. I don't care what you think of my wrestling obsession. I don't care. But, but honestly, I mean, the outpouring of support that I've gotten is truly unbelievable because I never expected to hear half the shit I did from people I hadn't heard from from high school even saying, Zoe, I can't wait to see where this takes you. Good for you. So exciting. Go for your dream. Always go for it. And so I think it. you're kind of right. It's kind of like coming out of the closet. Right, yeah. It's weird. It's very liberating. I, you know, I know. Once you, it once is. you get to a point where like, because uh, I'm the same way. Like, I, I understand. To, like, yeah. you once, especially like the social, I'm glad you said that, like the social status mm-hmm. thing. Once you really stop giving a fuck about that, like it's the one of the biggest weights off your shoulders it can it ever is. be. Because like once you really, because like I know you're not saying you don't care about other people. You're saying you don't like if you're doing you, and if somebody doesn't like it, yeah, you're not saying cares? you're not saying like fuck you, but you're saying like it doesn't bother I, yeah. me one way or not. It's your opinion. It would have bothered I don't really me. Care. Maybe right. you know when I was like 13 and in middle school, right. then I was afraid, you know, to 
to they open want to up lose and friends and shit and Morgan exactly made or people looked at me cross-eyed under didn't understand what are you talking about why are we talking about this who cares who are these people and i get that but at least i had you know the best part was getting my two best friends when i was younger involved in it and then my brother so that was a bonus um after that and and just uh it but yeah i, I that's kind of where i'm at with everything i'm just you know, I just don't, I don't care, but in a good way, I've, yeah. I've kind of just unleashed that and, um, lift, it's a weight off your shoulders for sure. Um, but like I said, I mean, the outpouring of support from everybody has just been insane and, um, it'll be an interesting reunion, my 10 year reunion, a couple of months or I mean, well, not a couple of months, shit, October. <laughs> so it's like, Hey, what's up? You know, I'm, I'm a wrestler now. Right. I mean, I don't know how to like introduce it, but I, I get asked all the time when I go out and meet up with friends that I haven't seen in a while, and still, the support is there. So I'm like, well, thank you, everybody, for having my back. I appreciate it, um, you know, and, and I just want to try and take this wherever I can go. So I'm I'm excited to see where it takes me. I don't know yet. I have no idea what my gimmick's going to be. They say as you go on, like, and start finding your your style of wrestling, you'll you'll figure it out, but I haven't yet. <laughs> Would you prefer to be a heel or a baby face? Oh, I've point? just learned those words, okay. so I know. A villain, or, a villain or a good guy. To be honest, okay, um, I always love the baby faces. Those, those are my favorite. I can't there's, there's stand the, the heels. Nobody likes the villains. I'm, I mean, see, I'm I'm a heel fan. I've always uh, liked, I've always grown up, like, not, not. I mean, the the certain ones. It like, depends. Well, it also, there's also people who clearly play a better good guy than a bad guy. True, But true. some, my favorite wrestler, just for anyone who's interested, my favorite wrestler of all time is Chris Jericho. Oh, and okay. Well, is, I love him. And he's great at he both. He can do both. He's yeah, that's both. what I was just, just um, going to say. He, so. he can do both easily. Same but with like, Randy Savage, another one of my favorites. He my top both. favorite, um, well, is Nikki Bella. And, um, really? Yeah, I know. I'm not and a then, fan uh, of Bella's. I'm more of, I'm more a fan of Nikki than Brie, though. I feel that. like a lot of people just came down on me last night telling me, um, like, they told me that I looked like Nikki Bella when I took this certain, like, a shoulder tackle hit, bump, and uh, I was like, good. oh, good, that's a compliment. Oh. They go, no, no, it's not. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? What? Oh, and and no. I didn't know that, I guess they didn't think, you know, that she's the best. And I get that. But, like, I, I just love everything she stands for. And she's a badass. And she really, I'm just, I love her. I'm obsessed. She's awesome. But at the same time, obviously, I know that Lita is one of the most amazing divas. And, and a lot of them are talking In about the Ivory. Ring, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, just the whole... Um, everything she does. And I, I definitely Jackie get Moore that. Jackie Moore was great from that era. Yeah, I definitely um, get that. Um, and then, who else? Um, I always loved Trish. I mean, of course. Of course. She was good at playing both. Yeah. Baby face and heel. She started as a heel, uh, basically eye candy. Like, she was hired not to be a wrestler at all. And then, oh. le- and then learned it. Like, she was the manager of Tess and Albert, the tag team. Okay. She got brought in her... See, I wasn't watching it then. Yeah. How she old got... are you? How old am I? <laughs> yeah. I'm 30. Well, I turned 30 in May. Okay. Um, so See, I, I started watching it when I was like, you know, like 11 right. or 12. I'm so. coming from, I started watching like 1994 on a weekly basis. That's like the farthest I can remember I was back. four years old. I, was I did not watch six, it then. I think. <laughs> um, what got me into wrestling, which is like, it's funny because it's notoriously known as like one of the worst uh, storylines in pro wrestling history. Really? Is what drew me in. It was when <laughs> in WCW, when Hulk Hogan was fighting the Dungeon of Doom and Dungeon of Doom was the taskmaster Kevin Sullivan was like the leader of it. And I don't know who these people are. I know. Yeah, well, you'll know, you'll know in a second with, uh, 
this is the storyline that introduced the giant into pro wrestling, who then mm-hmm. became the big show later on. Mm. So, um, he looks great nowadays. He's in the best shape of his life. Yeah, I just saw a picture. I think he just yeah, yesterday. the other day. Yeah. Good for him. You know, I wanted um, to ask you also real mm-hmm. quick before I forget, because you mentioned you know like you've started recently watching Ring of Honor and those kind of yes. things. Yes, are you watching? Like current Ring of Honor, are you watching like early like two thousand two? To be honest, I have no idea, and I'm sorry. Are, like, well, no, say who? Uh, I'm only asking because like who are some of the the better or the more who are some of the people that you're watching? I've that only you really been like watching the girls. I right now okay, I'm focused so it's be on more recent ladies wrestling okay. because to me that's really what I'm trying to learn the most right now is how these women do it. Um, and every time I search for like Impact, to be honest, the only things that come up on YouTube are like two-minute matches or two-minute this, that, and it's like tits and ass. And this is what I'm talking about. The women's division is not that anymore. That's another reason that drove me into this business. I never thought, you know, I'm not a playmate. I'm not going to get hired with WWE, but it's not It's not like that anymore. It's right. it's the women's division. I can, you know, it, it's a lot different, and that's what also pushed me. There were a lot of factors. But I never answered your question, heel or baby Oh, face. I'm sorry, yes. And while I'm still thinking... I think definitely a villain. I, I do only because Teddy Long told me <laughs> he has a vision for me and kind of just the way that he explained it um, just made a lot of sense based on we have so many women, by the way, joining our school left and right. It's awesome. I was one of the first three and that is like an honor in itself to me. So I'm, I'm going to be a part of the long term success of face to face. But at the same time, um, also it just like how he was talking about it. I was like, yeah, this could be fun. It's fun being bad. You know, why not? So I, I really don't mind doing that for a little bit. Um, and I, I want to start off as a villain, maybe just continue it. We'll see where it takes me. <laughs> well, and just for the record, it's, it's easier to do that too. True. Especially and when you start. Exactly. It's easier to get people to dislike you than like you. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm taller than pretty much everybody. So you're gonna so have that advantage of the David and Goliath type. Yeah, that's another reason I think that's that's why he. I mean, Teddy was just he's he's hilarious. I love him. He is at a lot of our training classes, and he does a lot of referee training and all this stuff. And he's like, "Oh, you should go watch this of me when I was in the coffin with CM Punk and the Undertaker." And so I went home and watched that later that night. And he's just hilarious. I yeah. love him. <laughs> and he's he told me, he was like, he just randomly was just staring at me one day. And I'm just kind of like looking over like, you know, what is he looking at? And he was like, I got a vision for you. <laughs> and he told me and I was like, that sounds awesome. I'm really excited, you know. So I think I can easily play a villain. I, I really do. And I'm I'm excited to try that out. So, you know, for right now, eventually I want... To gain a fandom and get people to like me, so well, the best way of doing that is to, is to be a villain first, anyways. Because exactly that you, the the best way of doing when it, you turn, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, and I think that that's how I actually became a fan of the Undertaker. To be honest, he kind of I think he came back after a hiatus, something like that. Um, but I remember I'll never forget like the first show that I I was like, who is this wrestler? Who's this guy? And that's kind of what sparked my interest of him, and that's you know clearly stayed. Very cool. So, yeah. I'm curious, like, what other, uh, like, 80, like, you mentioned, like, 80s wrestling, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, is that all mainly women's wrestling as well that you're focusing on? No, they've told me to watch this, that, and whatever. Like, like a Ricky lot of, Steamboat, a lot of, like. Shawn Michaels, okay. a lot. I, I, you know, and he was always one of my favorites, too. Was I one of the loved best. him. I, I wouldn't he, argue he really him is. as the best ever. I love him. Um, 
a lot of, yeah, I mean, I guess, and there were a couple others that I didn't really recognize the names, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm always willing to go back and educate myself, but they, it was a lot of Undertaker versus this person or Shawn Michaels versus this person, early nineties, early eighties, um, just to take a look. So I guess that's kind of where everybody's style comes off of. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you'll eventually, I, you know, find yours. I've been actually watching a lot of Stacey Keebler, um, because I mean, she may not have been the best. I don't, I don't know. According to, I'm just going to assume everybody thinks she's not good at my school, but at the same time she worked her legs and she's my height. She's 5'11". So I got to learn how to really work that as far as, you know, just, she was my favorite when I was growing up. Actually, I forgot to mention, uh, Tori Wilson was my top, my favorite. I was obsessed with her. I still am. She's incredible. And she's beautiful still. And, I mean, that Women's Royal Rumble, just to see all of them come back, that was, like, earth-shattering for me. I was so excited. And it just, you know, it feels good to get excited about something. And I was with, I was at a party when my friend brought, bought the pay-per-view and was excited about it. Um, you know, so to be around in a room where everybody's yelling the same things and just where we're all talking, I think that's one of the funnest things about it, even whether or not they understand well, I mean, they understand, but if you have other friends that don't understand, you know, your like for this stuff or, or what's the appeal, but when you're around a bunch of wrestling fans, it's great. Yeah. It, it really is. It's family. It's all family. The same way with metal music. I really like metal music. Nobody right. understands that. I like death metal, Slayer, and Muir, all of them. And you've seen her name pop up uh, on a Marilyn Manson thing. So, yeah, he's another guy that I respect. I'm not a huge like I don't I, love I don't dislike him. his music. I, I don't I'm not like a huge fan of his music, but I don't right. dislike his music either. But well, I really like that he's an individual and that he really like he's not yeah. playing a gimmick. Like he's just like being a unique fucking dude. And he just does, still doesn't give a shit. But the thing is, he um they did that tour two years ago, Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie, and it was incredible. Rob Zombie does not put on a bad show. Marilyn was a little I think drunk uh, when yeah, he came to Atlanta so. last time. Which really upset me because I built him up very much after I saw him at Carolina Rebellion the year before. I was so excited. Like, oh, he's going to be great, guys. Watch. And he bombed. But uh, Rob Zombie does not put on a bad show. He's incredible. And I'll be attending that this year. I'm so excited. So it's kind of the same thing. People are like, you like metal. You like this. You like that. Yeah, I do. And when I get to the festivals and the shows, it's like family. It's a family. And that's. I don't think that there's anything better than being surrounded by people that are into the same things you are like-minded yeah. individuals you could talk about it for years for days for whatever it's just exciting it's passion and that's you know the whole thing yeah i've never seen a band do that as well as the insane clown posse those people god have, they, they have like, that is, i'm not a fan of theirs oh i i i actually i actually like them um i'm not like i'm not a juggler i'd be afraid, to go, to my face <laughs> I'd be afraid to go to one of those shows anyway if you oh uh, they're i think they're all good people it's just a bunch of misunderstood people the same kind of thing mm-hmm. um i know you mentioned tna wrestling i didn't want to forget to tell you i'll send you some matches like there are some good really good women's matches from yeah. like they're like like gail kim has done some really good stuff there. i love her i watched a little of her and lita earlier today like i said i propped this shit up on my desk my phone and just watch as i'm you know going about my daily tasks but at the same time, you know, when I Google, like, or write in the YouTube search engine, like, old matches, all that comes off is, like, bra and panties, lingerie contest, and I'm so happy that this shit is over with. I thought you were saying not... I'm so happy it pops up. No, well, I am. <laughs> I mean, it, it's awesome. Right. It is great while it was, but at the same time, it's a joke when it you was, think about of it. Course. And yeah. that's why I am so excited to be part of something different. 
sure. To really, I, I want to come in there and change the game. I want to, you know, just, I, I mean, I just want it to be different. I want to be somebody that, that young women can look up to. I want to be an example. And I, I want to be known for my talent in the ring. And as I slowly develop with it, which is it's coming slowly, but surely. What's so. what's been the most difficult part about training so far? Like like physically or like the mental um, part or a little I, bit of all of it? Or... I, I think a little bit of all of it. Um, the, uh, the physical stuff you get used to, honestly. Um, and that's another thing Tommy told me was just like, I, I was like, yeah, I took a, like I told you, I took a shoulder tackle bump bad the other night that actually took me out of practice, which sucked. Um, but it's where, I mean, for anybody that doesn't know, somebody throws you into the ropes, you come back, you basically cross and hit shoulders with them and you're supposed to, you know, go back and, and, um, go back on your back. But I, I guess I went more so to like my shoulder to one side and my shoulder blades. It was like right yeah. in this area. You didn't and flat back. You it, came off. Yeah, the side. It, it was bad. And I, I didn't realize how bad it was. I think I started kind of massaging it in the corner while everybody else was doing something. And then all of a sudden it was like, uh, kind of spat. It like really started hurting. I was like, shit, what did I just do? And then I went to lock up with uh, with Missy, another girl that I'm training with, and it was like, it spazzed out. And I, I couldn't, I was like, oh, like, damn. Like, it almost put me on my ass. And um, that's what sucked, because I had to lay on uh, ice and just watch at the, you know, on the side of the ring. I had to lay on it and just look at them keeping, you know, kept going with everything. And, and that's the kind of thing where, I mean, you know it's passion because I'm like, this sucks. I want to be in there. This, yeah, if you're I pissed off and you're... Yeah, yeah that's, and, and that's yeah. how you know the passion is there because they're willing to kill themselves for this business. And, I mean, that's the majority of it. I think any superstar would tell you that, especially I, I watched, like, Edge's retirement speech because I never saw that recently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was like, I'm glad I went to the doctor because now I'm not going to end up in a wheelchair. But he's like, if you ask me if i do it all again, absolutely. So it's like... I, I get it. I get sacrificing your body for this. Um, yeah, it sucked. It hurts. <laughs> uh, I iced. I foam rolled the shit out of myself. I got a TENS machine. I'm just, I'm doing this at all angles. I'm in physical therapy, sometimes anyway, for my knees, because I'm quad dominant, but I've, I've come a long way with that. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, just, you, just your quad muscle meaning, works well, more I'm than it's supposed to. But it, basically, it overworks my quads, which puts puts all the pressure onto my knee. I see. And okay. That makes, I, that makes You sense. know, my knees would give out on occasion. I was right. I was dealing with a lot of stuff uh, for a while that permitted me from doing a lot. And now it's the knees that are fine, but everything else is kind of bent, <laughs> you right. know, um, because I'm, it, you know, it's tough um, mentally and physically. I'm trying to remember things and get it, and I'm just waiting for it to click and just be easy, but I guess it's not going to be. I'm going to have to really... Um, you know, just, just work at it. I mean, I, I, like I said, I get frustrated. I'm expecting to try to get this in a day. And when I didn't, I'm like, how, because I've been watching this forever. How am I not getting this? I know this. I know that. Oh, there's but the very thing is simple, you don't. Right. Oh, there's even very simple. So this isn't like saying anything out of school. Like I'll just, but like even something as simple as you see, you've seen somebody do a headlock a trillion times on television. Mm -hmm. But until you're in there or know people or you're part of the business yeah. or whatever, you don't know you need their head to be up high enough that you can speak to them while that this well is only sometimes if you decide to that right. that's can go one way or the other, but you also have to position your arm rightfully so so you don't act you know like really like flex the bone on them. There's a lot of that. And I think that everybody just keeps telling me you're overthinking it. Yeah. You're overthinking it. And I'm like, yeah, but 
my biggest problem right now, I just keep thinking, I don't want to hurt somebody. I'm right. scared. I'm more scared of hurting somebody almost than myself. And that is what has been restricting me, I think, the most. So I'm trying to just kind of come around with that. So, I mean, it's it's all a work in progress. Oh, yeah. I, well, I know only that, six weeks in. I mean, like, you can't... I know. Like, and I... But, see, you think... I think that's a lifetime. But you don't think that's long at all. And that's the difference. Well, because I'm also around wrestlers on a pretty yeah. regular basis that some, some of these guys have been... Uh, I mean, so obviously everybody's different. Like some people are going to have the right look, have the right whatever, yeah. and they're going to, but some of these guys, like, I don't, I think it takes, and this is my opinion, but I think it takes a solid three to five years of consistently working shows, training, working indies, blah, 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 whatever it is, three yeah. to five years before you even are really comfortable, like going yeah. out there and really being like, an attraction part of the show. There's some people that pick it up real quick, like less than that's a year what I mean. and they're already There's, doing stuff. I think that when that, I see that in my school, other people, you know, a couple of girls picking it up quicker than I am, I'm just like, no, no, no. I, I have to be the best at this. I have to do this. This is all I've wanted for so long, my whole life. I can't. So I think that it's that determination. I just got to calm down a little bit and stop overthinking it because if I do that, it's it's psyching myself out and it's not helping me at all. And I'm doing my best to do that, but it's it's difficult. So, I mean, I'm, I'm trying my hardest and I'm watching a lot to study. I'm writing things down in a notebook. I'm doing the best I can. So, um, I think you're we'll doing great so far. Well, from thank what, you. From, yeah, from what I'm, from what I'm seeing and like your attitude about it and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, your head's in the right place. Like That's the thing. I, I got the passion <coughs> and if you, you love the yeah. business, I mean, it's like a professional athlete. You don't care beating yourself up for the game. Right. I've always got a soft spot for people that I know were fans of it. Before they got into it. And I'm not saying like. There's plenty of people that. Became great pro wrestlers that were something first. Like yeah. they played football. And it just didn't pan out for them. Like you got like Baron Corbin for instance. Like yeah. he played football. He played NFL. He was in the NFL. Baron Corbin. Yeah. Uh, he played practice squad. I believe for the Rams. I'm not oh, 100% I didn't know that. sure. But there's. And that's not to say. like yeah, he didn't. It's not to say he didn't like pro wrestling before. But like. There are other guys like Kevin Owens for instance. Who I literally watched for 10 to 15 years before he made it to the WWE. You know Where what did I mean? You watch him? Uh Ring of Honor, PWG, oh. uh every independent promotion. See, here's the other thing that you'll probably you'll learn more and more about is like you might see somebody on like Ring of Honor television, for instance, mm-hmm. but when they're not doing Ring of Honor television, they might be working five other shows that week all over the country. Yeah, you, you do, know what you I don't mean? know. Like, I mean so for me, though, now, I mean, it, it used to be, my mindset used to be WWE or bust. Like, I'm right. I'm not, you know, I'm going to the top or I'm not doing this. But actually, I've changed my views a lot on that. If I could just do this full time, you know, with Ring of Honor, with Impact, with really any of, you know, NXT is my ultimate goal. Yeah. Right. Then I'd, I'd be satisfied with it. If I can make enough money to sustain myself, my living situation, doing what I love, that's fine. So... Yeah. It used to be, no, I'm, I'm not stopping until I'm at the WWE, but it's it's not like that anymore. I've been humbled in a way. But, I mean, a lot of people sometimes say the indies are better. So everybody is... I'm wearing a own... Young Bucks t-shirt right now. <laughs> the Young Bucks are so successful in the indies that they've turned down multiple WWE contracts. Because why? Wow. Because they don't, they don't need to take it. Same with well, Kenny Omega. Same that's with what I'm saying. So Cody I love Rhodes to hear did stuff it, but he like was that. in the WWE first. But Cody Rhodes is... is Cody you Rhodes, knew he was going to go to the WWE. Yeah, I wrestled on the same high school wrestling team as him. I mean, yeah, I, that's I was, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah he I went was, to Lasseter. I was, I was Walton. I was very familiar with Cody and Dusty before Cody ever was in the WWE. 
But his his role or his way was much different because while he absolutely 100% has earned everything he's ever gotten, mm-hmm. he had the foot in the door with being Dusty Rhodes' son. I mean, like, it's, right. it, it absolutely helps. Um, but what's so interesting about him is he made more money last year than he ever did in one calendar year with the WWE, and he didn't work one day for the WWE last year. He did all independent dates. Wow. And he built such a name for himself on the indies yeah. and the Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling that it he doesn't... It's his decision now if he wants to work for the WWE. New Japan or not. is, I've heard, is, is it's my really favorite good. Company. Yeah, it's my favorite company. I have not watched them. See, but now I'm getting more into the indie stuff, and I'm I'm realizing. I'll this... send you some stuff that will literally blow your mind. Like, it, like that... you'll see it and be like, I had no idea that this was even like happening. You know, when I was when I was like arguing with my dad a lot about the whole thing. I mean, him and my stepmom both were just kind of like, what they just kept saying, "What are the odds?" I mean, "What are the odds?" You got a better chance of winning the lottery. And that's fine. But all they know is WWE. They don't know right. shit else about the business. Right. And I'm starting to realize that because at the same time, you know, I, I, as weird as it is, a lot of my favorite wrestlers disappeared. You know, Gail Kim, RBD, whatever, Cody Rhodes. And all of a sudden, I, now I get where they are. I know where they are. Rey Mysterio has been working this whole time. That's what I'm you know saying. What I, mean? I thought he'd retire. You know what I mean? So I, I, I saw the National Fairgrounds like two months I've ago. I've been introduced to a whole <laughs> new world, a whole new appreciation. I've been humbled and I love it. So I, I, you know, it, it just grows. My knowledge grows every day. My family grows every day. It's a great business to be a part of. I can definitely tell you that you will never stop feeling the support and the promotions from people. So, you know, even, I mean, Teddy Long, he keeps it real with us all the time. Play it, play it. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> and I, I was telling him, I was like, I'm a big fan. Nice to meet you. It was hard not to fangirl at first, but sure. it's like, I remember when you were with Mark Henry. I remember when you were this and. I, I love him, and, you know, he he just is when like, oh. He was oh. a referee for years before mm-hmm. he was, like, a on-stream character. He uh, he did everything in the pro wrestling business you could probably ever think of. He, he probably That's was. That's insane, yeah. yeah. To think about now, because I, I didn't know, but he does a lot of our referee training, too. Yeah. And I think he helps us with a lot of the different, you know, things that we want to present, storylines, things like that, characters, the whole thing. Like I told you, he's got an idea for me, and he he's spot on about it. Um, and I like it, so I think it'll probably end end up with me being a villain. But that's fine. Like I said, I'm I'm ready to do it. I'm embracing embracing that. Um, so you know, I, I I like for people to doubt me. I guess. I mean, all everybody else knows is WWE. They don't understand the success of the Indies. Well, now is the have. best time. And I didn't for... either. And now I do. Well, and and it's it's one of those things where like just so you know, kind of how that how that has worked over the years, like. I'd say probably around like 2002, 2003 is when like Ring of Honor like popped up and like Mm -hmm. TNA wrestling popped up and that kind of stuff. There was other independent promotions. PWG is like a real big one out in California. That's where like El Generico. So is TNA and Impact the same same thing? Okay. Um, They used to actually, they were out of Nashville actually. And now they've been bought and sold and there's a whole mess up there, but Mm -hmm. they are still technically around. They're called Impact Wrestling now instead. Um, but, uh, you know, it was one of those things where, like, you were really working for, like, really small amounts of money. Unless you were, right. like, one of the top draws on the show. Like, your name's on the top of the poster. You're you're Kevin Steen, a.k.a. Kevin Owens. You're, mm-hmm. like, you're the draw on these small shows everywhere, or whatever it is. Daniel Bryan, the same kind of thing started with him. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles, another great example. I watched yeah, AJ Styles right for 15 years before he... 
came he, out of Gainesville. Yeah, so. NWA Wildside is where he. The I think I actually, yeah, I, I was looking at the school he trained at, but then yep. again, it was like you know the week long camp type thing, yep. if I recall, and I was just like, how am I gonna have time for this? So they there was like those guys who like who it took them a decade, some of them, fifteen years, some of them, to get to the WWE. Right. But in that process, I'd say over the past probably two or three years. And a lot of it has to do with uh, with technology because you can now stream so many different yeah. shows and you have exposure. I used to have to trade VHS tapes with people to find mm-hmm. stuff. Like if I wanted to know about anything happening in Japanese wrestling, I would have to find somebody. I'd have to like make a copy of like a WCW VHS that oh I had to trade to this person because they haven't seen the WCW show, but I haven't seen the All Japan show. How long show. ago was this? Oh. Uh, Throughout the 90s, the early 2000s. I was in, actually, I was in my dad's storage unit not too long ago, and I found my old tape, and it had, like, silver duct tape on the front of it, and it said Survivor Series. There you go. I, I even remember, as pathetic as this is going to sound, WrestleMania 20, my mom mm-hmm. made me go out to dinner. We had bought WrestleMania, and I cried my eyes out, because she made me miss, like, an hour and 20 minutes of it. Oh, no. And I, yeah, and I was like, no, I'm not going to go to dinner. I don't need to. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. And she made me go, which is not like her normally, and I, I was in tears. So that's, it's funny, you know what I mean? That's how much it meant to me. That was WrestleMania 20. I remember um, that WrestleMania That was a well. good one, yeah. I remember so, who I watched that with still. I watched that with That's somebody. what I'm saying. I remember staying up. My mom and my brother, everybody went to bed. And I, I remember staying up just to see that for myself. And, you know, just, um, I, I loved it. And then I found an old Survivor Series tape. And it's just, it's just funny when you think about it. But at the same time, I mean, we're, we're fans. We're truly in this. You know, we're, we love this business for whatever reason. It stands out to us. Everybody's got their thing. I mean, I don't know shit about football. I've tried to learn anything I can about a lot of professional sports. Hockey, I mean, I get that, clearly. But, <laughs> you know, with, like, football and other shit, I'm just like, I don't get this. I, I've watched every YouTube video trying to figure it out. But wrestling, I can watch. I can talk about four days, all day. Does not matter. It's just been my passion since I was little. And, um, you know, I can't believe that I'm actually doing it. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I never took that that big leap myself into like actually working. You know, did what you I mean? want to? Oh yeah, I did, but I didn't. It was one of those things. You know, I was kind of mentioning it before. Like, I, my I had I don't want to like shit all over my family because that's not what I'm trying to do. But like, there, I did not have the support to do it. Like, I had the yeah. support of like, hey, if you want to go to college, we have you covered there. If you're, you know, if you want to go get a real job, we'll yeah. help pay your rent while you get a, your real job. But, like, if I would right. ever mention, like, well, Dusty Rhodes has a camp, and it's $1,000, but it's, like, a whole summer, and yeah. the ring's in the old Laster Wrestling Gym, and they'd be like, yeah, it's a waste of $1,000. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and so. Heath Slater, I, I had no idea. He had some. He had a basketball scholarship in college, mm-hmm. and yeah. he lost it and had to put his tail between his legs, go home, and talk to his parents about that. And, you know, his grandpa was a huge fan. He was telling us, and he, you know, everybody was like, uh, all right, you're going to try wrestling? Well, I'll see you in a week. <laughs> right, yeah. Good like, luck. Yeah, you're and not going to ever and, make and it. And I've right. heard it from, from people at my camp that are like, yeah, my grandma told me, yeah, I don't think you're going to make it. And I've, you know, I've, I've heard things from my stepmom, you get a better chance of winning the lottery, you know, whatever. But, I mean, this is my chance to prove them all wrong. And, and like I said to my dad, you know, a million times, it's my money, it's my time, it's my my passion just let me try it because I, I mean Tommy Dreamer told me even if you just have one match you will 
have achieved what you wanted to do. Right. I still kind of want to do that, to be honest. And I, I yeah. And, and you know what? You still can. You should, should come out. We are having a show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Let's face. finally promote. That's a good way to wrap it up. Cause we've got yeah. about an hour or two. So wow. yeah. Well, I could talk about wrestling for days. We'll do it uh, again sometime for sure. Mm-hmm. Again. We are, um, face to face. We're doing a show. We've started our shows on Friday now. Uh, it's one Oh seven, eight citizens parkway in Morrow, Georgia. It's a little bit of a drive. It's worth it. I know we're going to put on a great show. Um, we have a lot of talent there, um, and they're just great. I love everybody there. Teddy Long is always the announcer. If you guys want to come, uh, come out. You know, I don't, I'm not really sure how much tickets are. I gotta look, but I'll be I'll be doing wristbands of tickets tomorrow, um, and probably talking shit and yelling throughout the entire show as well. Me and a couple of the other students and people there. Um, so it's, you know, we do, we're starting on Fridays now. I guess that's what people are wanting. So we're going to do Fridays, um, instead of Thursdays for shows. And yeah, it's, you know, we, we'd love to to have support. I think, um, we're looking at, you know, potentially extending and opening up more schools. We're, we're looking into a lot of stuff. Face-to-face is on fire. You know, look it up, look us up, face-to-face wrestling school, Atlanta or on, on Instagram. And, uh, you know, if I might just promote myself, yeah, I was going to ask you if you want to promote any of your stuff. So, yeah. If you guys want to find me, um, you know, I think Instagram is the best way to follow my journey. It's Zoe underscore W one Oh one. Um, just spell it out. Just, so Oh, you're right. Z O E underscore W one Oh one. It's a, yeah, it is a nod to the Jamie Lynn Spears Zoe one Oh one show. so many people thought about that and asked me and i'm like yeah it is i mean that's easy enough i was more of a lizzie mcguire guy myself oh okay well that's fine i mean that's that's (laughs) totally fine but you know um it was i i just figured that'd be easiest i wanted to incorporate my name yeah maybe once i have a gimmick i will i will have something different but yeah i appreciate any kind of love and following um i'm on twitter as well but i gotta look up what that is because unofficial I'm, something like it is unofficial like, zoe that's the only thing i could think of but it top might, of my head there might be like an underscore or some punctuation or something i think it there. is punctuation we're my spacing it my space yeah all right let's see what we got um hold on i'm still pulling it up yeah it's unofficial uh, spelled like it's spelled underscore Zoe Z O E. So you can find me there. I'm not the biggest, uh, most active person on Twitter, but I'll do my best. And um, yeah, Instagram I think is best uh, for now. Um, but they don't honestly. We're not supposed to be posting too many videos, things like that. I mean, as far as like with training, just it has to be cleared through the school. So, um, but you still can see a lot and follow the journey altogether. So I appreciate you know any kind of support or love I can get um as well and yeah <laughs> awesome well thank you very much for coming on the show today thank you for having me it was fun and you can have me back in six months when i'm better at the shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna plug my stuff real quick so i don't have to do any double editing of this um for anyone who wants to follow me on social media my twitter I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my twitter is at fight talk underscore that's at f-i-g-h-t-t-a-l-k underscore got a facebook group too just search fight talk podcast um, make sure to download and subscribe the episodes. Uh, the subscriptions mean a lot, and the five-star ratings and reviews mean a lot. And the only reason I ask for that stuff is because ratings and reviews are what make the show pop up for more people. So if you yep. want to help other pro wrestling fans find the show, all you got to do is pop on a five-star rating, put in any review you want, even if it's just, hey, Steven, the show was cool. That's good enough for me. And if you don't like the show, don't give me zero stars. Just just stop listening to the show. <laughs> um 
Aside from that, uh, my merchandise is at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. Got like t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, all that stuff. Uh, a couple different design logos. Yeah, you need one of those. yeah I got to get you one. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm fresh out of my personal stash, but um, whatamaneuver.net is the place to find that stuff. And I always, always want to mention my sponsors. Uh, Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is the best pro wrestling collectible and memorabilia company. I always have a hard time saying memorabilia. Memorabilia company I out there. I can't spell it. So. <laughs> they, uh, they have, you know, classic uh, autographs and, and sports figures and all that stuff. They, they have more than just wrestling figures. But as far as we're concerned, we want the wrestling stuff. So HL Pro Wrestling is where to go. At HL Pro Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, they have, once again, pro wrestling memorabilia, collectibles, all that great stuff. And the people there are awesome. Also want to give a shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. Brian Jensen is a personal trainer, boxing instructor, oh, MMA instructor, the whole deal. Uh, he can be followed on Instagram at, uh, Atlanta Boxing Coach. It's all just spelled out, Atlanta Boxing Coach. Uh, hit him up and he will work something out with you. He's out of the Atlanta, Georgia area, but he can help you remotely. So once again, that's at Atlanta Boxing Coach. Brian Jensen is the guy for you. And last but never least, WrestleRumble.com is the place to be for all wrestling fantasy pick'em contests. The WWE Fastlane contest is live right now. The top prize is your choice of any replica title belt. Uh, so it's like one of those really sweet, like, you know, you can get like nice. an old school WWF belt. You can get like an old school WCW belt, a winged eagle belt, undisputed, whatever you want. The old ECW belt, whatever it is. Uh, you win a free belt and you also win points towards their ongoing MVP contest when there's literally hundreds and hundreds and thousands and there's just money on the line. So, <laughs> um, I wish I had the prize list up in front of me, but I don't. But WrestleRumble.com is the place to be to do that. And they can be followed on Twitter at WrestleRumble. Uh, so with that all being said, I don't know. Actually, you'll hear from me really soon with fast lane predictions. Zoe has one more thing to say. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot. I have two. Um, I, I am trying to take, you know, small local companies or, um, just, I mean, people with me along the way as far as like apparel, whatever. Um, so definitely DM me for any kind of collaboration or something I want to be able to help and promote. I mean, I do, I've been a brand ambassador, promo model for seven years as well. It's a side job. You can't but... see through the voice, but she's very, very attractive. So you <laughs> do, you. you you do want her wearing your stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing Future Legend tonight. Um, they sent me this stuff, Future Legend apparel. Um, they're incredible. I mean, I, I hope to be a Future Legend. So um, definitely check them out as well. And then also Collar and Elbow, which I told you about. I know uh, about them, which yeah. They're incredible. They have some of the coolest stuff ever. And not just saying that, I mean, the stuff that they sent me was great. And um, you can get, uh, I think it's 20% discount with ZOE10 is my code, ZOE10. Um, so I, I really am a big fan of Collar and Elbow, which is a hold basically, that we do, which also I didn't realize for a while. Call her tie-up. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, but anybody else has anything that they want seen, heard, or whatever, I'm more than happy to sport any kind of apparel, whatever you got. You know, throw it my way. I, I don't have any problems with that, and I, I want to take people with me on my journey. Well, that's great. That's a great way to end it. Like yeah. I said, I'll be back very soon with WWE Fastlane predictions, but until then, I'll be back soon. <laughs>